All right, welcome back to Off the Tap. This week is episode 43, and we're doing Moosehead Lager. Promise you guys we're going to work on some intro music so you don't just have to sit in suspense of what the count is of episode this week. Yeah, that that's true. And so you don't just have to be bombarded by my voice right away. You get a little bit of a lead in. Welcome back. We should put a poll up to see if people want a countdown. That way they're just not blindsided by it. I don't even know if that really works. Three, two, one. Kind of like a little bit of a iCarly introduction. I don't know Ooh. if you watched iCarly. We're going to need to cut that reference out. Thanks. Appreciate it. Mm, <laughs> man, wow. All right. So, yeah, we're gonna we're doing this Moosehead Lager. Obviously, it's a lager. Uh, 5.0%. ABV again. This is what online said. We've we've come to the conclusion that it's not always correct. Um, I'm gonna read the side of the bottle and let you know. But go ahead. What did right, you so say it was? A 5.0. That's what their website said. No, dude, dead on on the bottle. This is mass produced. Yeah. I think that, I'm not gonna say this is the Miller Lite of Canada because that's obviously Molson Coors. But uh, this is super popular for this is the Heineken of Canada. Okay. And so therefore, it's spot on. There's not a craftiness to this. I don't think where we have the variability we've seen week to week with some of the craft beers. Alrighty. Well, that's good to know. And we've got a 13 IBU. So this is going to be pretty easy on the IBUs. Yeah. I'm stereotypical. Feeling, feeling good about. Stereotypical for the, <clears throat> the lager slash Pilsner, if you will, will green bottle. Um, solid brand, like just simple branding. It's uh, it's very classic. If you yeah. will. been around a while, eighteen sixty seven. I was gonna say I love the the colors on it personally. I like that green color that they use. Obviously, it, I mean they're not doing much with the names. I don't know if it is a craft beer or not. Like you said, it's pretty largely produced, mass mass produced. It's it's funny. It's it it says on there. You know how like uh. In the states, you have independent brewers, right, with a little bottle that's there on the on each bottle. You have you ever seen mm-hmm. that logo? Okay, this states right under the um, the neck tag. I'm sure there's a terminology for that, but it says fiercely independent product of Canada. How fiercely, huh? Fiercely. I don't know how fierce they get up there with their um, mounted police, but yes. Yeah, I don't, but but yeah, I mean, I like the I like the label. It's clean. It's nice. Uh, big old moose head on it pretty clear that where it's brewed at but again there's no like fancy name or anything it's just moose head lager but if it's a massive or mass produced thing then i don't i don't expect anything crazy so i'm I'm just saying that the marketing is good for what it is dude also um so we've talked about this i've had this one before um and it is on my top 10 list probably it's a lot sweeter than i remember um, yeah, and I struggle with sweet, <clears throat> but I think it's only because as of late we've had, uh, you know, the Carlsberg. No, no, we had the sixteen sixty. Yeah, the Cronenberg. The Cronenberg. Um, and I remember this. I for some reason I remember this being similar to that. Um, it's not a. It's not bad by any means, but it. it I don't remember it as fondly as I think I should have at this point. Great. But uh, well, comparatively uh, to the 1664 for me so far, this is like a little more watery. Uh, it is a little sweeter, but it does have a good skunky kick to it. 
It does, but maybe, uh, I don't know, we have to go back and listen. God forbid I listen to myself, but <clears throat> I have to go back and rerun the numbers on the IBUs for 1664. I think they dialed in about the same as far as alcohol by volume, but uh, definitely I think a little more IBUs on the uh, the Cronenberg. Yeah, about seven more IBUs actually. Ooh, that's, again, I don't know if they're logarithmic. We essentially, or eventually need to educate ourselves, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't need to know that much about beer. I just like it, so, you know. Yeah, anyways, simple. Um, it's shockingly Canadian, and everything about the bottle screams Canadian. Yeah, and you know um, what? And the flavor isn't going to hurt you. The flavor's being real subtle. It's being real nice. Dude, and, yeah. and they, I think they're, you know, they're, they're proud, uh, obviously, that it comes from there, but it's not fierce in flavor. Ooh, listen to the burps. Yeah, the burps are flying in already, but... Yeah, hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Mm. I wonder. Yeah. I don't. I didn't look up any history on it, but I wonder why it is. Was it established as Moosehead? I mean, I know that's extremely Canadian, but was it established as Moosehead? I wonder if there's a story behind that. I might have to do a little googling. I don't know. Yeah, let's do a little googling. I just. I do know that man. I never realized how big of a holes that moose were. Like they really just uh, don't give a shit about anything. Um, probably because they're just massive. They're like the cows. They're like nature's cow. I mean, uh, listen, let me back up here a second. I guess cows nature's are in nature, cow. but uh, they're they're just like nomadic cows, right? They're fucking huge. Yeah, they're they're like quite literally between five and six foot on all fours. They're like they're massive animals. I did not realize how big they were until recent years. I mean, something obviously is their natural predator. You know, they're not predator-less. Um, but good I'd lord, bear. Yeah, bear. Um, I'm sure that cats, even a cluster of cats. That's not what they're called. A pack, <laughs> whatever. A cluster of cats. I don't know. Well, a, a pack of wolves. I don't know if it's a pack of cats though. It could be a cluster. If it's not, I, 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 I'm signing on that we should make it a cluster. That's what killed that the moose. A collection of kittens. A, collect <laughs> a collection <laughs> of wild kittens. Yeah, I saw a collection come by here. Oh, that's a different collection because obviously they, they travel in different different groups. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, So what about that makes them assholes? Go ahead. Dude, they're just rude, man. Like they, they will. I mean, I've seen videos of them just straight up... Uh, uh, like attacking like running at people actually we were talking about what their predator is uh I, there was a video a couple years ago i think i saw on twitter that uh this bear went to attack this uh baby moose or you know i don't know what age but it was much smaller than the other ones wait i'm sorry what was attacking it a bear oh okay gotcha like a bear went to attack it and the mom was just like oh hell no and like ran over there and started kicking it and stuff with like rolling, you know, bowing up on it and kicking it and like hitting it with its horns and it burnt off and it was the bear was bleeding, bro. It went, it went to, it went to but town. It, 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 it was protecting its young, though. No, I know. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I know. I'm not saying it's an asshole for doing that. I mean, that's that's just nature. But I'm just saying they're 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 big and strong. I mean, if yeah. they can even take down a freaking grizzly, bro. I don't know if yeah, it was a I know. bear. I might have just. You know, what, I mean, I know that they they get into like traffic and sh and like shut it down because 
it would it'll destroy your i mean it'll take a life if you hit i i you know what it's one of the few animals that i bet you if you hit it with a pretty good speed you would crush your car and maybe kill the people inside the vehicle the moose would walk away like i i know i know that they die but there's a good chance he's living and like your whole life is shattered ironically i well not that anyone in this video died i don't think but i saw another video yesterday uh of a car that did hit a moose and it did like a full backflip over the car and landed on its side and just got up and like ran off and somebody somebody commented on it and said man that moose just got up like it was second and 13 bro what the hell i i don't doubt it they're massive so Real quick, Doug, before I forget, because this is a really cool story. I don't even know. You know, I guess everybody can add to Wikipedia. But um, So Moosehead was the original symbol for the lager. It, that's not the brewery. Um, the brewery is... Oh, it's um, not. No, St. John, uh, New Brunswick. It's St. John Brewery in New Brunswick. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. And... Good Anyways, know. rough rough history, just like many other small breweries. You know, they moved to, to Nova Scotia. Um, small group of employees came with them. Uh, Suzanne Oland is the, the lady that moved it there. I'm assuming it's a lady because of the name, but I, Canadians might just do that. I don't know. Anyways, um, Moosehead Pale Ale was, was the name of this particular brew first. And it's always been because he had success with a pale ale and they wanted branding of something people could recognize. That was the moose head. So it's always been that way just for recognition. But here's the fun fact, completely unrelated to this, but it's a great story just because I love this cat. So Michael J. Fox writes an autobiography um, and he's telling Jay Leno a story on The Tonight Show that he doesn't drink American beer because it's too watery and instead he enjoys Moosehead. Which I just said was watery. Correct. Well, compared to a lot of the stuff that we're drinking now, but compared to generic American beer, it's got more flavor. I would agree with uh, that. Yeah, well, compared to like Bud Light and stuff, yeah, 100%. This yeah, I don't harder. know if it's, you know, GTLF, but anyways, so a, a truckload, a Mack truckload of Moosehead shows up to his house as a free gift from the company right after this. Oh, wow. Yeah. I imagine that publicity was crazy. Dude, that's marketing. That's, that's them delivering on their promise. So big, you know, hats off to Moosehead. Not sure if they have an Irish jig cause they're Canadian, but hats off, but yeah, that's cool. The old, uh, you said that was Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Like Just, is he Mr. Canadian? Back to the um, you know, we're going to go down another rabbit hole. You do you. Let's let's keep trucking along on how but, the fact that meese, excuse me, mooses are terrible animals. No, dude, it's just moose, man. That okay, that's another thing though. Is I it, I don't understand the English language because the plural of moose is moose. But the plural yeah. of goose is geese. And what are we doing? Plural and the of plural mouse of is meese. It's no, no, no. It's mice. It's meese. It's what okay. It well, no, it's uh, mice. Just to confirm, because I'm I'm hot hands on the Google. Yes, he's from Edmonton, Alberta, Canadian. Ah, oh, the Oilers, eh? Yeah, he has uh, joint yeah. citizenship now. Um, but yeah. Hmm. So 
That's why he's partial the to the moose. Bro. Oh, dude, there's a ton of them that are from up there. Ryan Reynolds was unaware that that oh, was yeah. the case. Jim Carrey. Oh, see, I was unaware that that was the case. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jewel. Jewel. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I could have. I could have filled in anybody there. I think that would have been. Julia better. Roberts. I don't know. <laughs> no, definitely not. Hey, real, real quick. Even though it doesn't relate to Moosehead, and we're gonna get back to to things that do. Have you seen the new commercial? Um, the the new Bushlight commercial. No, I haven't. Oh my gosh! So the guy's explaining the three things that you need to survive outdoors. One is food. One is, I mean, obviously it's water, but he says uh, liquid, and it's Bushlight. So they kind of compare themselves to bush there. I mean, to, to water there. And the last is shelter. And when he opens up the tent, it's Sarah McLaughlin. And she, there's this wolf. And she's trying to say, there's all these animals that definitely need a home. And he goes, oh, sorry to cut you off there. But not that kind of shelter. And also, that's a wolf. And then she's like, oh. And she slides out of the tent. And I was like, that's Sarah McLaughlin coming full circle. You know what I mean? Yeah, is, she yeah. has committed to a bush light commercial. Um, and I was just super pumped up. Like things must be really low been. for her right now. Possibly. I don't know if she's from Canada or not. We'll look that up in a second, but she seems like one of those low key Canadians. Like, yeah, things, you know, not like, not Michael J. Fox, big, not Jim Carrey, big, not Mike Myers, big. Um, he's also mm. from Canada. Yeah, um, Canadian land. Eh? Yeah. And so, you know, she yeah. seems like one of those people that could be from there. You know, they might not claim her anymore as sincerely nice as they can be. But, yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the goose is also from Canada, isn't it? Isn't it or, is uh, that, or is there just a subset of the Canadian goose? Well, there's the Canadian goose for sure. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. They're so prominent in, in uh, whatever the goose ranking that that's what the only thing i think of like i'm yeah, sure that there's this... north america or excuse me united states geese but the canadian geese is the topper on the cake if you will of all geese yeah. so that's the only one i think of just that straight just asshole of uh like dude everything up there's an asshole apparently the meese and the freaking geese, and the geese. I'm telling you, bro, mm -hmm. geese are like one of the most a-hole animals on the planet, I think. They'll just straight up attack you for doing nothing. You'll just be chilling. Dude, that, so that also, migra migratory-wise, they destroy... They're not quite like uh, like hogs or anything with what they destroy when they migrate, mm -hmm. but like, dude, you want to talk about not give a shit about where they inhabit? Just destroy it. Entire ecosystems just down the drain that they also they get a grit like uh okay you know how a lot of animals over like think about if you saw a squirrel like in in central park right surrounded by people so they acclimate pretty quickly and that that, yeah. that seems reasonable right the their whole existence really is based on the humans that are there for yeah. to, to a certain extent understandable that 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 squirrel has acclimated to the fact that like its food source is going to be a human being He's looking for nuts, but they're like, you know, peanuts or cashews in your pocket. Okay, that's just what he's become. Yeah. The Canadian goose is like that all the time, 
but even when they haven't been forced to be, to, to be that way, like even when they're coming upon the first time they've ever seen this location, they're just like, hey, who's this asshole? And then they're going to take and take and take and attack and attack and attack and, and hiss. It's the hissing for me. Oh, God. So aggressive. It's a guttural... I don't know how to do it, but it's like this guttural... It's worse than a snake. It's worse than a cat, right? Worse than a collection of kittens, you know? Oh, God, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I they just I always see videos of people getting attacked by them all the time, like just walking on the sidewalk, and they just one comes out of nowhere and just starts chasing you out and stuff. I don't remember there was there was one specifically that I saw. I think it was like it was on like America's Funniest Home Videos or something, or Ridiculousness, one of those. Which Ridiculousness is just modern America's Funniest Home Videos, anyways. But yeah. There was just one that was just like terrorizing people to get around or get out of this certain area and get off the walkway and stuff. And I was like, good Lord, dude. <laughs> like, dude, I, I, w- I would just want to kick it, but I feel like that would just piss it off more. Dude, I have to bring something up just because I stumbled down this rabbit hole of we're, we're going to get back to the geese because I agree. We should petition against allowing geese to migrate. Not sure that we could actually do that because they're a whole animal. But dude, just real oh, quick, nice. let's go. Th- let's just go through Canadian rock bands. Like, okay, so they've given us Moosehead, great, but that doesn't hold shit on the list of rock bands they dropped to us. Well, and all the actors, actresses that they've given us. I, I'm I gonna think go you know. Trip. You know what? I think Sandra Bullock might be Canadian as well. But oh, I don't okay, want. So I don't. That- I don't want to put my. Uh, I don't want to put my reputation on that, but I think she is. Okay, that's fine. The, the, the point that I'm about to make to you as I call this list out, um, you could add Sandra Bullock to that list. Actors still aren't holding shit to the bands that are coming out of Canada. Oh, wow. And maybe it's because they got so much time on their hands. I mean, I obviously they're doing things up there, but like, eh, what? You know? I mean, in like Anyways, certain parts of Canada, maybe like Toronto or Ontario maybe, but like, yeah. Everywhere, Edmonton, obviously, they're maybe like going to hockey, but like, what else are you doing? Nova Scotia, I've never been there. I don't know. I mean, I've only been a couple of times, but it's always to like Vancouver or uh, Toronto, like big cities, not like the the, the rural places. Dude, get this number one, Rush. Holy shit. That alone. You don't have to say any other ones. That's Um, Nickelback. I was going to say, I think Nickelback's from Canada. And and say what you will about them, dude. They're, first off, they're going to make a comeback. The youths are not doing very many things correctly, but they are starting to support again. And I'm all for a Nickelback comeback. In fact, as cheesy as it is, and as much as uh, you know, people are like, ah, I'm just done with them, I, I don't know why they went away. They, they, got too, they were too good, I think is what it was. We you were know, all they, like, we don't want to like that anymore. They had too much of a grasp on, on rock for too long. And they were too popular. And that's why people started hating them, I think. They and just people didn't like, want to oh. they didn't want to like the mainstream band. Well, people all the time are like, Oh, it was just starting to get cheesy. Well, if you had written so many like eventually hit you're gonna sing, fall in a lull. Hit songs. You know yeah. what I mean? I saw a Jesus. video of, of them yesterday. Sorry before you keep going on. Saw a video oh. of them yesterday where uh he what what it's is it Krager? Chad Krager? We always said Kroger. I mean, because but it's probably Krager. I don't know. Um, yeah, 
It's spelled like Kroger, but I feel like it's Krager for is some it, reason. It's spelled like Kroger, but there's an E in it. It's literally Kroger, but they slide an E in after the O. Yeah. Anyways, he was talking about, uh, he was on like some podcast or radio show or something. And they were asking him or asking them how, uh, if they ever like had any resentment toward, you know, the memes that the internet made about like, look at this graph, you know? How? Yeah. And he was like, he, before the guy even finished asking the question, he was like, no, not at all. And he goes, you want to know why? Cause th- how many times has that video been posted somewhere? Right. That Millions. just like little eight second clip or whatever. Uh, he's like, that's our music. We could have that taken down in five seconds, but we don't want to because that's free publicity. Like any publicity is, is good publicity. Well, and what happens a lot, I don't want to say like, obviously <clears throat> I saw it. I chuckled. I laughed because I knew that, yeah, you know, it's going to come Yeah, every I, time I you that. see well, it, it's still a little funny too. Well, and I, re- I remember the, the original tune too. Right. Yeah. Um, but a lot of folks don't, you know what I'm saying? So they go and they Google it, right? And they do just exactly what I'm doing now. They go down this rabbit hole of, you know, who is that band? What are they doing? And then now they fall in love with Nickelback. So you can't tell me it's all the millions of people that are viewing it, you know, hundreds of millions maybe of times it's been viewed, but let's say 10% does that. That's good for them. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's good to just get it out there, you know? Um, dude, some 41. Okay. A little bit of fat lip action. Yeah, dude. And they went like dark. I mean, not dark, but they went, uh, there's some other mix in here, like brochal, broken, bare naked ladies. Oh, Hey, you know, I didn't know bare naked ladies did the, uh, the introduction song for the big bang theory. I don't doubt it. Dude, they had a bunch of killer stuff. They use, they're kind of cartoonish in the way that they write. That's, that's a, a, a Canadian theme, cartoons, a little bit cartoonish. Well, cartoonish. The Guess Who? Yeah. What? All right. Yes, dude. This is true. Um, and actually, the one that I googled isn't even on here. The band is on here. I pulled into Nazareth. Was oh, out half past. Yeah. Oh um, man. Okay. There's got it. The one that I was look, three days grace. Mom would be just blown away. Three Days Grace is Canadian? Yeah. They used to be uh, they grass don't say, roll. They don't say A one time in any of their songs. Nope. April oh, Wine is cool. on there. But, dude, the one that I couldn't even – I'm, I'm going to find the one. Now that I've gone down this rabbit hole, I'm going to find the one that I was looking for because it's going to blow your mind. Not only is this guy – they have the most – out of all of the bands that I just laid out to you, okay, Rush included and Nickelback – they have the most sales from any Canadian artist in the world. And then he did it again as a country music musician. I don't understand how he didn't make this list. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole and find him. Is, wait, what was his first one? Uh, so it's a huge, I, like, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find them. Okay. Yeah, man, I... Uh... Just going back to Nickelback real quick. I had never understood the hate for them either. There was another uh, little clip I saw of them. I guess I'm on like Nickelback talk right now or something because I've been getting a That's lot fine, of Nickelback dude. stuff, you know? Rocket. Um, but they there was a video of him talking about how he like he was dating this girl and he came home and they were arguing about something and he like went into his studio 
downstairs in the basement, I guess. And he was like, he was pissed off. So he just started writing stuff down and he turned everything like all the way up and just started belting these lyrics. And I can't remember what song he was talking about. Um, Oh, it's, uh, um, for giving you a heart worth breaking. And you know, that... yeah. yeah. And he just started belting it like because he wanted her to hear it. Right. Like this. Like I'm saying this about you. And he finished up or whatever for his, his time. And he went back upstairs and she was like, hey, that that you were singing down there. And he was like, yeah. She goes, that was awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's going to be good. He was just like, I didn't know what to say. I was I was so mad at her, but I couldn't say anything. And then it wound wow. up being a, a hit song. So I don't doubt it. Also, on the note of him being just a good ear. So the, all of this next band, which you're going to get it as soon as I tell it to you, but because um, it wouldn't work any other way if you don't know who I'm talking about. But anyway, so Chad Kroger, Krager, is who made them famous. He obtained their demo tape. And then he was like, hey, this is going to be something. And so he connected them with somebody to start recording. So a gift, I guess. But yeah, so just the number being a one's... good Canadian, bro. Just being a, just good, being Canadian. a good Canadian. He was like, check this out, eh? Um, and they have the number <laughs> one. Yeah, number one. This dude twice. I, I, the guy's name I'll have to look up. Uh, but uh, the, the lead singer's name is Dallas Smith, which is fitting because he did go into a country music uh, solo career afterwards. Number one record sales as a Canadian group, and then number one record sales as a country music artist from Canada. This guy, and it's default, dude. No shot. Yeah, yeah, man, that's crazy. That's also so, man, dude. A lot of my early two thousands yeah. rock came from, or late nineties, early two thousands rock came from the Canadian land, eh? I think it, you know, they talk about uh, in the fifties, sixties. They're, they're really, they're really the nice Canadian. up there, but they got a lot of, they got a lot of issues going on, bro. Angst, angst, <laughs> lot of just a lot tension. of teenage angst growing up. Because they ain't got, like you said, they ain't got nothing else to do. They can't get it out. They can't. I mean, let the why? Out. Why is it that we respect the British invasion of the fifties and sixties? Yeah, fifties and sixties. Yeah, but we don't talk about the early two thousands. Was it the fifties and sixties or sixties and seventies? Maybe sixties and seventies. So I'm off by a decade. But uh, well, well, the Beatles were like well, the Beatles might 50s. have been. Yeah, Beatles might have been the fifties. You're right. I think they're credited with um, the the mark of the like if it was a film, the official mark of um, the British invasion. But let's eat away. So let's say fifty late fifties to to mid seventies. Was the British invasion? How come nobody's saying, "Hey, ninety-seven, you know, nineteen ninety-seven to two thousand and four was a shorter That's... period of time, but they were coming in hot and heavy. They came in super hot, bro. They they had no break. They were going downhill, no breaks, absolutely zero breaks. And I, you know, it's I, I, I you, we definitely don't have time today, but like, I'm gonna have to go back and look at like historically how long did. Did uh, they exist there before they invaded here? Like, were they huge there, or were they just immediately that good and just blew up and came to the states? Because that's like everybody's dream is like to make it in the states. But like, dude, if they were killing it in Canada, I bet you there's a bunch of folks over there that are just solid that we don't even get access to. Well, I mean, I would think nowadays it doesn't really matter as much because social YouTube. media, yeah, like social media in general. 
no matter where you're at, you're going to be heard if you're good enough. Um, although there's some people out there that don't get the recognition they deserve. Isn't Justin Bieber from there? I believe Justin Bieber is Canadian, yeah. Son of a bitch, dude. Uh, you know what it is? Like, so is Drake. Also, yeah, so is Drake. The this is the thing, man. Okay, so I understand there's like a not, million not, bands. Not Drake Bell. Drake uh, uh, Aubrey something. Aubrey something. I don't no, know no, no. Like from the from Degrassi Next Generation Drake. We all yeah, know. We know Drake. where he came from. Um, but the thing is, like, I don't know if maybe it's just because we've got we're we're heightening. You know, we're not we're not that we're pumping Canada up, but like, and I know there's a lot of American bands. Okay, but per capita, who's putting out more badass like talent? If you think about it. Because the population of Canada can't even be the population of Texas, right? Probably not. I don't know. I know that Toronto is like super heavily pop- populated, but yeah, but, yeah. but like the rest of it, look, we're gonna. I'm gonna look up the population of Canada, and I think I think it's safe to say that the saturation of talent, uh, of individual artists there and actors, we can even factor them in drastically outweighs that of the states just based on sheer volume of people available i would have to, to say look. i would have to say on the on the realm of actors at least uh needs to be like 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 star actors not just actors that's fine but i'm just gonna say like i'm gonna google the population of canada and if it's not equal to that of texas mm. then they have definitely definitely i would say even if it's texas. close if it's anywhere close to the even if it's a little bit more than Texas, I think they have definitely outdone us. Oh my lord! Th- listen, um, Canada's pumping them out, huh? Dude, it's crazy. All right, so get this. I gotta hold on. I'm doing some clicking. Clickety click. So there's only four million difference in population. So Canada has four million more than Texas. Correct. Yeah, they've way outdone the United States. Yeah, hands talent. down. There's no way. I mean, even if you don't per like capita. Yeah, even if you don't like that kind of uh like rock music, you you have to respect what they did. Like it, it these the, we're talking we're not talking about like just bands that have made music that some people like. We're talking about bands that came over here and dominated the chart. Like they were on 94.5 the buzz. forever they're still on there well here's the other thing too i mean yeah we've got you know you've got the nirvanas that are trickled in there the pearl jams things like that those are huge names okay but if you think about nirvana was more like the 80s they weren't like 2000s like that no no not 2000s but i mean like 87 to 90 well abruptly 94 um would have been their run um, but still like, I'm just, I'm saying of all time, I'm not even talking about in the two thousands, dude, I'm saying there's a good chance. Cause if you think about the rest of American music, if you will, I mean, it's the Beatles, it's the stones, it's DC, it's all of these other bands well, that, I mean, they're not from here. Oh yeah. I was so, about to say, I was about to say Beatles and stones were from Brit- Britain. So no, Zeppelin, definitely not from here. So it's a bunch of bands that like influenced, uh, even though actually, to be honest, they were influenced by the blues of America. Of America. Yeah. So if if you were to factor that in, blues artists, maybe we maybe we traverse it's, it's, uh, Canada a bit. But yeah, I mean, so me and uh, 
me and mom just watched the Elvis movie uh, that came out last summer, I think. Um, but it was, uh, first of all, I didn't know Elvis and BB King had, were, had such a tight relationship. Like they were really good friends. Yeah. But he was not necessarily, well, continue your story. I don't know where it's going. Um, they, they, they were close, but the rest of the blues African-American group that created a lot of the soul and or bluesy music, they weren't in disagreements, but they were like, Hey, this is nothing new. What, what makes Elvis Elvis? Yeah, well, the sad reality of like after watching the movie, the sad reality of it was that Elvis was white. Yeah. So so he got the screen time and he got the publicity for it because all those all the people that really made the music didn't get any recognition for it. But anyways, what I wanted to what I wanted to say was a lot. I mean, a lot of people credit Elvis as like the king of rock. Right. Yeah. But I think really it was B.B. King. I wouldn't doubt that. And he just didn't. I mean, I I took a few music history classes and I've I've felt like that for a while, like just from what I've learned in them. But watching that even, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, Elvis got the publicity and stuff, so he's credited with it because he was able to get on screen and whatnot. But dude, if you just, if you listen to BB, you, you don't understand. A lot of people don't understand that blues is what created every modern music any modern music that we hear today it's the reason that rock is around it's the reason hip-hop is around it's the reason r&b is around it's the reason rap is around all of it like without without the blues there's there's none of that stuff so truly in my opinion we are way off topic but the canadians would approve 100 percent because they like music yeah um so if you, I mean, I know obviously, it's just, I mean, well, obviously they do. They're pumping out freaking talent yeah. like crazy out there. It's a, it's the American uh, Hall of Fames. I don't know if there's a different Hall of Fames that exist uh, in other parts of the world, but both, like, if you look at country music, you look at um, rock and roll, and then I've been to another. Uh, I think it was like a small regional. Um, all of them foundationally start with one person. This is really trippy. So from the country music front and the rock and roll front, it's all Robert Johnson. We're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but it's all Robert Johnson. So he, in my opinion, if you really want to talk about rock, rock and roll from a blues perspective, if you want to talk about even some of the f- foundational country music stuff, that we know today or country and Western, I guess from the early 1900s, all Robert Johnson, where he came, you know, where he came up with it. I don't know, out of thin air maybe, but all of it ties back to that. So technically he's from here. He puts, you know, that trumps all, but Canada was hot and heavy mid nineties to mid two thousands, dude. Nobody was pumping out more that we just discovered. Yeah. Another real quick before we move on to our next topic, another blues guy I want to throw out there if, if any listeners haven't dabbled, uh, that really contributed to the, the growth of music, Chuck Berry. Okay, so okay, the one last comment that I would make. If we really want to talk about the invention of rock and roll, rock and roll, not the not the roots like Robert Johnson, like I went back and all of that. Chuck Berry gets it over Elvis. Like oh, yeah. the 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 formal way that he structured guitar is rock and roll. 
and nobody was I, I would say like Elvis might have been some of the roots and you know <laughs> like you know molded things together Chuck Berry recreated the ability for an instrument to be linked to a genre of music such as rock and roll yeah it's where riffs were born and that's <laughs> yeah yeah uh, all right all right we're moving on here uh you were telling me something about uh the Canadian land that i was pretty interested in uh these contraband border boxes yeah so check this out the concept maybe it's just the trusting nature of canadians you know um which which actually we should talk a little more about later i, I don't know genuinely how trusting they are or uh i can't speak to the validity of their temperament but if you get in that little gray area, like, okay, so there's the eastern part of, of Canada. Um, if you're looking at it by way of, of the states, the eastern part, um, you know, there's some population there. The central piece is really, you know, that Toronto, like north of Michigan, uh, Wisconsin area. Um, that's inhabited. That's one of the heavier populated. Then you got Vancouver way out west, okay? And so if you take that stretch between, like, it's kind of the irrelevant states in the United States, too. So anything west of Michigan, I mean, west of uh, Minnesota um, and east of Washington, if you will, that little stretch, irrelevant U.S. states, irrelevant Canada. And when you're doing some border crossing there, they have a fail-safe method <laughs> to keep anything from entering um, that they don't allow. And this is what it is. And it's genius. I don't know why we haven't thought of this on the southern border of the U.S. Because this would just change things. This is their system. So you're, you're, you're driving in or you're walking in. You're riding a bicycle. Maybe a horse. You're coming in and there's this little guard shack. Um, you know, it really can't house a human being. But, but, but the key thing is, is there's a little wooden box. Okay. And on top of that box is stenciled contraband. And the government strongly urges you, if, if, if you're carrying something that's on a list, which, by the way, I don't even think is posted in the little shack. I think maybe you take it upon yourself to just make the determination. What do you think is contraband? Then you place it in this box, and then it stays there. No one else who is passing by the box will take it. That's not how this system works. No, no, no. You're going to put it in that box. You're going to go on about your jolly way. Enjoy the fruits of Canada. And then on your way out, you're going to stop by and just exactly as you've deposited it in this wooden box, you're going to pick up that piece of contraband and you're going to carry it back with you home. Failsafe. I don't see how any crime is being committed in the rural areas of Canada with such a, a, a stronghold of a system such as that. I think this, this should be at every state border at this point, honestly. I mean, you know, they, they, they've set the system. I would feel kind of guilty. <laughs> now that I'm being realistic, obviously I laid that, with a, a, laid that out with a volume of, you know, uh, satire, if you will. But... Honestly, I would feel so guilty taking something into Canada. If they're that trustworthy with the system, dude, I'd feel like a piece of shit if I carried something into their their yeah. country that I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. I wonder like what the list of contraband actually is. Like I would imagine, you know, you got your typical like drugs 
right? Or I would imagine uh, alcohol of some kind. Probably can't take that across uh, national borders, I imagine. Guns. Yeah, I don't think you can even own guns there, huh? I don't think so. No, you have to be. They hunt. They hunt moose. Nah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to own. Well, I mean, like, yeah, meese. Yeah, I think you Shouldn't might be, be able to have. I don't, I think you maybe rifles and stuff, but like, I don't know if you can own handguns. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Like hunting weapons, you can own. But well, yeah. I feel like a, I feel like if you're going hunting though, you kind of need a pistol just in case. I agree. In case it pops off, you know. <laughs> what if you shoot that moose and it don't go down and it turns into an eight? Well, first of all, you're the asshole for shooting the moose, but it just comes charging at you, bro. You got to unload at some point, man. It's either you or the moose at that point. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, there, there, there could be other things, too, like medicines, I, I'm sure. They regulate I, those. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too. I feel like... uh. I feel like I've seen a movie or it might have been just like a TV show or something. I can't remember, though, uh, where I, it was like some college kids. And for whatever reason, they were going to Canada and they had a bunch of they were going there, I think, to get beer from somewhere. Yeah, maybe uh, they have different laws They Yeah, I don't I don't know if they were going to buy it or like they knew somebody that would hook them up there, you know, but any I, I this is all speculation because it could have just been a dream. Way honestly. to do the research. Well, I'm like I don't I wouldn't remember the name of it or anything. Like I don't know it, if it actually real, was a, a movie or anything. I, I hope it's a good story, but real quickly, if it was a dream, you might not want to say it out loud because it sounds like it could be a movie. But continue. <clears throat> Maybe I should stop talking. Eh, copyrighted. I don't know if we need to throw that in there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to copyright it now. Uh, I'm saying this on January 30th of 2023. Uh, So if anyone uses this beyond this point, I can take you to court legally for stealing my uh, intellectual property. I'll sign off on that. Although, not that we ever include it, but it does negate the disclaimer of like all of the opinions in, in this podcast are not the authority of whatever. Anyway, continue. But of course, it was, if it wasn't my idea, you should figure out what the name of the movie is and go watch it, because I remember it yeah. being pretty funny if, if it was uh, was something. Anyways, they get caught bringing the beer back or something um, before, like as they're leaving Canada, they get caught with the beer and they're trying to cross the border, I think, and I don't know what happens after that. Uh, that's, Are they on it's a just a vague memory. Are they on a flatbed truck or like I an believe old... so. It's like an old truck. I don't know if it's flatbed, but it I know that sh- one or two like of them sh- is in the bed of a truck. Yeah, and there's like a tarp, and I think there's a. Sh- it's like a Chevrolet step side or something like this. I Do think have so. Dream Maybe I mean, we might have, we might have watched this movie together or had this dream at the same time. Yeah. If, if anybody knows, I'm gonna go down a, a Google rabbit hole in a bit um, to try to figure that out. Uh, so googled it. Um, 19 years old in every province and territory except Quebec, Manitoba, and Alberta, where it's 18. For a legal drinking age? Yeah. Oh. Canada's and, doing it right, man. I don't get it I here think, in America, but whatever. I think, I think I've heard that because there were a lot of uh, people that I, that I work with now uh, originally were from, like, uh, Wisconsin and um, Michigan, and so they would do that as teenagers. 
Like, you know, whereas we, like, obviously, based on where we're located, we were like, ah, let's run to Mexico. Well, it's not as shady as running to Mexico, but it's like run to Mexico, um, and you can just party. I, the, the dollar is more powerful there, but that, that was our thing. Like, you could be, we would run to Mexico. That was our thing. They would just run to Canada. And yeah, not physically think, run, but you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, isn't Mexico's uh, 18, or is it 21 as well? Well, I mean, like, l- legally, like, it's legally, but obviously there they don't care. Like, you go into, I, I mean, I've been there when I was under 18 and received I, an alcoholic I, I, beverage. and I'm not, I don't know, because I've never been asked there, you know? I, I mean, yeah, me either. I mean, just walk yeah, up to eight, a bar. It's, it's 18. 18. Yeah. I, just, man, America's doing so much stuff wrong over here. Look at how nice yeah, the don't... Canadians are, bro. Canadians are so nice. And you want to know why? It's because they can go out and get a drink when they're 18 and 19. Yeah, I I would say... Okay, so you say they're nice. All right, but I have a, I have a, a play on that. We got to get into this. Yeah, my problem is, is that Canadians are nice. And sincerely, they want to do... They feel terrible morally, I think, about things. Um, I'm stereotyping heavy, of course. Um, and to your face, they are the nicest people. They don't want to offend anybody. But, like, there's a certain sense of you don't know where you stand. And here's the example that I lay out to you. Everybody always bitches about people on the East Coast, right? And maybe Southerners to a certain extent, depending on where you're at in the South, Southeast versus Southwest, okay? But everybody bitches about people in the East and how... Oh, he was just just cut dry straight up front. He was an asshole. Okay, or or vice versa. They're very sincere, very passionate people. Um, but at least you never have this. I don't know where I stand, or you don't believe them for saying the wrong thing, or believe them in the wrong way. Okay, if they're like, "Hey, this is what I'm gonna do because I don't like you," or "This is what I'm gonna do because I respect you and I don't like you." You can you can take that to the fucking bank, okay? Or they could straight up be like, "Hey, I love you, and you're the best guy in the world. I'm gonna do whatever." Um, Canadians are not the same in that regard. All day long, they'll be like, "This, you know, your best friend. They love you. They love you for this, and oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. Everything's great." And then as soon as you leave, they're like, "Yeah, fuck that, dude. I'm not doing any of that. There's no way I'm ever doing that." Yeah, and so they're, they're that kind of like two faced. I mean, you could say two-faced. I think it's just they don't ever want to say no or be the bad guy confrontationally. And then in the background, they're just like, nah. Now, do you know this for a fact, or is this just speculation? No, no, this is is for fact. I mean, now, mine relates specifically to sales. But it's like, you know, you'll, you'll be on this pathway of, like, making a sale, right? So you're talking. This is the last step. This is the decision maker, right? And on the East Coast, straight up, this dude's going to be like, no, nah, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not going to buy that. And you're like, oh, appreciate your time. All okay, right, I'm done. You. I, I can't overcome that this late in the game. Or he's going to be, or he's going to say, I'm in. Here it is. The PO's coming. Okay. And I'd be damned if by the time you get back to the office or nobody's going back to the office and getting POs anymore. But you, you'll have an email ding with a PO by the time you get where you're going. That's the East Coast guy. In Canada, I mean, you could try, you could do all the things, man. Everything, the scratch it off, the sales process, everything. They're gonna love you to death, love your product, loved you as a human being. Oh, you're the only person I ever trust. 
And then you leave, and immediately they're like, we are never going to talk to that guy again, ever do business with this company, and he'll never get a fucking PO. Yeah, block his number. And, he, and he'll way. tell all of his friends how terrible of an interaction it was, even though ultimately it was their fault. Um, and, you know, that could be my personality, but it's not just me. It happens to people that are from there as well. Like Canadian, the Canadian in the sales situation is just the same. Oh, wow. So they're even doing it to their own kind. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They're just they're just nice all the time, but not real. Maybe that's where geese get it from this whole time. Yeah, and come to think about it, maybe that's what sets the Chad Krogers of Canada apart. They're like, I just got to be true. I just got to be true and write rock. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to say with a straight face. It doesn't necessarily make sense, but maybe that's what makes just, it. Maybe ugh, that's what makes this guy's being so fake to me. I have so much angst. I've just got a rock. Like a Chad Kroger to Canada with rock is the Kevin Bacon from Footloose of elsewhere. Mm. You know, he just wanted to fucking dance, and that's all that Chad just, Kroger wanted to do. He, he just, just wanted, wanted to rock, dude. He just wanted to rock, man, and he did. And he still does, man. Take take these frozen chains off of me, you know? Yeah. I just want to rock. I got to get out to California, man. That's what I've got to do. Yeah, I'm going to have to Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and that's that's honestly what I'm going to listen to the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's, I mean, that's it's interesting to think about though. I I haven't really had a lot of interactions with Canadians. Uh most of my interactions are via the internet and they're not interactions it's just videos that i see so it's not it's not like a terrible thing in the moment it's just like i think there's a certain thing that i appreciate about people that are um you know like they're straight uh, up yeah just straight up like i don't want to be lied to like i i'm not saying you have to be an asshole about anything yeah, but i would rather i would rather you be firm and 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 you know really toe that line of asshole, but for the sake of honesty, then lead me down this path of like now falsely, I thought that we were in, you know, we had a, a connection and a relationship, right? Yeah. Um, what's the saying? Like, I don't know what it would be for Canada, but, and I think we've talked about this before, but like people on the East coast are kind, but not nice. And people on the West coast are nice, but not kind. I don't know what Canadians would be. Maybe they're kind but not nice, or they're kind and artificially nice. They're nice but not nice. Possibly. They're kind but not kind. That's probably more fitting. <laughs> yeah. Like they'll it's help you a, out. It's just a and they're false gonna... identity. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like we, 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 we really went down, like we just were pumping them up. Beer's good. Beer's good. Music, great. Talent, great. Per capita, best in the world. That legal drinking age, they've got it together. Don't be assholes is where we ended. <laughs> and I, I don't think we should land the Canada plane there. Um, but I do feel that I, I, maybe I think I think we under I think everyone underestimates what we get from Canada. They're always like, oh, maple syrup and and uh you know, the goofy flat, I'm not making fun of Canada's flag, but like, you know, weird flat hockey, right? Oh, yeah. Thank so, God for that one. I mean, everybody. That's not just, sarcastic. That's, I love hockey. No, I just agree. I love hockey, too. But but that's what everybody distills Canada down to. Nice people, 
and hockey and maple syrup when i mean they're pumping out way more i think honestly more talent per capita than arguably probably any country they're they're probably low-key a little bit rude to us because like we're taking all their goods you know all their goods are coming here yeah but i mean if they got a population four million more than texas yeah i mean how much how much goods do they need you know what i mean well, it's it's uh, that was a very it was a very I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying they don't need to be hoarding it all, you know. No, I mean I agree. I, I agree. Um, what do you mean what do you mean by we're taking all their goods? I mean like they probably get angry cuz they're like, "Damn, every time we get a nickel back up to this rating, they just run to the states and then we never get them back again." Oh yeah, cuz that's where the money is, bro. They come really? here for the money, and then they just live and live back in Canada. Or they're still from Canada. Ain't nothing bad about that. Yeah, I know, but I, I was just trying to come up with a reason as to why they could be such good people with such great exports, both in human capital and uh, you know, moosehead and things like that, and still be low key a little bit angry. Listen, you can be shady with me all you want if you're pumping out this beer. I agree. Um, I bet you they have killer whiskeys too. They just seem like because well, you know it's very Crown Royal. Oh, fuck man, which you could say what you want about Crown Royal. They're selling it by the damn truckload, though. No, oh, yeah, it's got to be. It's it's probably the world's second most record. For, maybe maybe it's up there with Jack Daniels. It's got to be. Yeah, second or and first I mean, most. And I mean, Crown Royal's doing more flavor wise than Jack Daniels does. So. I was I'll, I'll I'll go on this on record right now and say that Crown Royal Peach might be my favorite mixing dr- whiskey of all time. I don't really. I'm not a huge. Uh, I know that we're way off topic. I'm not a huge fruited guy, but maybe it's just because it's so popular. I'm not a huge Crown guy, but if you're ever in a situation where you're at like a not a full scale bar, like. Every single time you say crown, like when I say the phrase crown and coke, I know exactly what that's going to taste yeah. like. Yeah. 100%. Gonna enjoy it. Almost better than just straight Coca Cola. Like I know what that's going to taste like. Yeah. You can't say that about any other whiskey anywhere else. Because I've been in places where I'm like, hey, I'll take a Jack and Coke. And when it comes back, I'm like, I'm mm. not quite sure that's Jack and Coke. And then you watch them pour it and you're like, yeah, I guess it's Jack and Coke. Yeah, not with Crown. You know, it's definitely the most recognizable of the whiskeys. I would say, I agree. Yeah, they are pumping it out, man. I, I mean, it's good. It's not. It's not my favorite sipping whiskey, but if we're talking a mixer, like uh, the peach, the the peach I was talking about with some tea, bro. Well, I don't think that they. I mean, it's they good. made it back in the Gap as. For it's, royalty, but it's it's gross in a good way. Like it, it's really good. It's disgusting that it's so good. It shouldn't be that good. What does it taste like? You said what is it? Peach and what tea? Yeah, Crown Royal Peach with tea. It's like a peach tea, bro. It's delicious. Like Snapple quality peach tea. Oh yeah, dude. Wow, it's good. If you mix it right, you got to mix it right, obviously. But yeah, like 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 fresh at lunchtime, just made the pitcher uh, at an Olive Garden peach tea. Whew. 
I don't know about that. That's hard to that's right. hard to match, but it's up there. Right. It's it's bottled peach tea worthy. You know what it is? Have you ever had a peach tea from Sonic? Um, no, because I I don't I don't like peach tea. But I, I, I know there's a spectrum of quality, and if you're putting Sonic on the board, it's probably top-notch. Because, like, let's be honest, they're taking a tea and they're injecting, be it artificial or not, they're injecting peach flavoring. So the peak yeah. of freshness for that artificial is the best. It's like, I would say it's right under the, the Sonic peach tea for me. Okay. It's really good. All right, there was one more thing that we wanted to talk about really quickly. Mm, and that particular thing is off topic, but very off still, topic. it's very off topic, but it's still very real because it just recently happened to me. Um, the, the question that I posed was, what if right now in society, there was just no time? I, I think I phrased the question incorrectly earlier, but like, what if right now time just not cease to exist like there was a history of time and then it just stopped all of a sudden but it wasn't like it stopped and we were prepared for it like just one day we woke up and we couldn't tell time not that yeah. time didn't exist we just couldn't tell time yeah like it was just it just ceased to exist like i wouldn't like to say that like uh like all our ever like power went away but mm -hmm. just the ability to tell time went away yeah, just like the master system, which I don't even know what that is, but the mm. master system of time, just people I'll, cease to be able to reference it. I'll tell you what would be screwed is daylight savings. Ain't nobody, nobody would know how to do that one. Because I don't think that, the only one I know is when the, when the sun's right above you, it's noon. I, I think that, you're, yeah, I agree. But I think that you're thinking too small because like, I think the impacts of that are absolutely catastrophic. Oh, like yeah. We have no I mean, world. I mean, like distribution and stuff alone would be all of that would be screwed. Everything would be screwed about that. You want to so, talk about your same day deliveries, bro? Not anymore. So when we talk about copyrights, this is something that I've thought about because this would make a copywriting time. No. Well, I didn't even think about that, but no. Um, I was talking about movie ideas because we always we always talk about post apocalyptic like apocalyptic and post apocalyptic. There's always like a disease or like an alien or some stupid thing that comes and just jacks us up a bit. But what if it's just like a butterfly effect type thing? Um, but related to something as simple well, as as uh I guess taken advantage of as as time. Because I think if, if we were really just to not have access to time anymore, the world very quickly would become that apocalyptic feel. I genuinely feel. Dystopia. Yeah, it would just be just, just straight chaos that would crumble a lot quicker than we think. But here was the most trippy part about this whole scenario. So we're not going to get into my mood, my copyrighted, please, uh, January 30th, 2023. Uh, my... Copyrighted uh, movie, movie ideas with one witness uh, and all viewers also uh, abide by witnessing. Um, but this is what happens. So I go. I'm I'm out of town. I go to hotels. Don't even really have clocks anymore. 
I don't know why this is, which I guess nobody's using an alarm clock that's in a room anymore anyway, so kudos to you for going green. Uh, But anyways, staying at this hotel, and uh, my, what? I mean, is that really going green to just not put an alarm clock in there? I mean, they're they're not buying it. They're not powering it. They're not. I mean, I don't, dude. I was just trying to give them kudos. Like, I my guess. thing is, I'm a huge fan of like if it doesn't need to be in there. In a hotels, I'm a super minim. Like in the room, super minimalist. In the lobby and everything else, I want all the goods. Like just stupid shit that nobody cares about. I want like fountain. Yeah, absolutely want that. Okay. Anyways, but in the room, minimalist. So no clock uh, in the room. I fall asleep. Uh, watch now that is linked to technology dies. Okay, the Apple Watch dies. Um, my phone dies. Um, my computer is dead. Okay, I get up the next morning, and like, there's no time. Like, there's no way to find time. I walked out into the hallway. There's no clocks. Nobody needs a. If you think about it, nobody needs a clock in the hallway. Right. Nobody needs a clock in the lobby. Does because everybody's got one on their person. No clock. So I sat for like 10 minutes waiting for my phone to charge enough. Well, to where... what you think was 10 minutes, but you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Could have been five, probably. I don't know how quick. I, you, I don't know, because I didn't fucking know how a time it was. Yeah, Okay. exactly. And in that, that period of time, let's say five minutes, 10 minutes, no one will really know. In that period of time, the thoughts that went through my head were very alarming. Like, is it like... Am I late by 30? Am I on time? I don't know. Am I late by 30 minutes? Am I late by three hours? What are the repercussions for being late by three hours? Is it the same day? Like, this is how the conversation started. Oh, uh, I can see outside. It can't be that late, uh, but it's also overcast. I don't, I have no idea. Then I'm like, oh, if, if anything, I'm late 30 minutes. There's no way I'm more late than 30 minutes. My body's programmed, right? You trust your body. My body's programmed. And I was like, well, I mean, if anything, like maybe it's a couple of hours, right? By the, by the time the phone was lighting up, I was like, what day is it? That's how quickly I went from. Uh, did hey, I sleep an entire day? <laughs> literally. I was like, what year is it? Like, it, that's how quickly. Like, you hear about people. This is the point I'm trying to make. You hear about people going into silent rooms, right? Like, truly silent rooms. And after, like, I don't even, I think it's like 13 minutes. It was like 8 to 13 minutes. They start hallucinating. They start going crazy. I feel like that is our attachment that we're not aware of with time these days. Because I'm telling you, I started off super confident. I'm just like, ah, I'll wait for this bad boy to charge. I'll figure out the time. And then it was probably only, an iPhone doesn't take that long. It was probably three minutes. And in three minutes, I was like, hey, I might have slept for 16 years and now my family's gone. (laughs) Like, that's how quickly. And so. Do I have any gray hairs? I need to go look in the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. How long is I, my I, beard? Who knows, you know? Um, so I think the concept <laughs> of time in itself is, it's already scary to begin with, okay? And there's like physicists and like all those folks that like overanalyze it. But our attachment to time is really what gets me. That, that, that's that's right. what I think is the most alarming. Because time is really sense? just made up and everybody, everybody in society has just accepted it well, for the most the, part. The way that... The way that we track it, I mean, obviously, time is real. Like, we all age, and right. there was yeah, a yeah. past or the present. The time but, that we know, though, is what I mean. Correct. The way that we keep it, though, you know, everybody is a, is a vice for us all, I would say. I think for all, well, for some people. Some people just don't give a shit, and they just show up late. 
But for most people, I think it's a vice that we're unaware that we that we're addicted to. Yeah. I mean, I I can get that. I can get behind that. I, I don't want to divulge any more of uh, my thoughts or potential circumstances that could have been played out because you guys are gonna have to wait for the movie to come out. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty. All right. Um. <laughs> M night, I'm I'm calling you, bud. Yeah, you you're the guy. All right, uh, let's get into the ratings here. We're at the end of the episode. Um, like always, I'll start with mine. Uh, I'm gonna give this bad boy a four on entry. I think it's pretty decent. It's a solid, solid, uh, solid entry under the tongue, tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Uh, after after taste, I'm gonna give it a three. Like we talked about, it was a little fruity. Um, but still had a little bit of skunkiness. I liked it. Uh, body, okay. I, body, I gave it a four again, just kind of for a similar reason. Uh, color. I mean, we didn't pour this one. I don't believe we did. I think you drank out of no, the bottle as well. It, it's, but, it's literally like whatever, whenever you see this bottle, whatever you think comes in it, that's the color that it was. Yeah. So I gave the color a six. I mean, it's right on point. Uh, Bitterness, I gave it a four only because I gave the 1664 a five and I thought that that was a little bit better for my, uh, my lager or my, uh, what was this? To, ju- to justify the decisions you already made. I think that's what you were choking on there. Yeah, but my, my okay. comparison or whatever, you know. I see. Uh, acidity, I gave it a three, uh, kind of for the similar fruity nature. Uh, that we had going on fizz. I gave it a four thought it was pretty good. We got some solid burps out of it. Um, not as many as I would like, and they weren't as, uh, relieving as I would like, but they were, they were pretty quick and they didn't, they didn't stop. Uh, they were, they were pretty consistent throughout. So that gives me a total of 28, which seems a lot lower because the 1664 was a 39, but the sixteen sixty four is better. I do have to say. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't. I don't think that they play in the same category. But this uh, is still and, and very I, good. Oh, it's great. It's great. Also, having had them before and circling back, when I drank the sixteen sixty four, it was exactly what I remembered. Plus some. This was not exactly what I remembered. Um, and not bad. Not bad. Still a great beer, but it wasn't exactly what I remembered. And so that's what sets them apart because I had a very high score for the 1664 as well. Um, on entry, I've got a four. Comes in where it should. Aftertaste, I do have a three. Kind of sweetens, kind of falls off. It is what it is. Body, I have a five. I like the thickness, the consistency. Uh, now that I've had a, a couple of them, I, this is going to sound counter like you know a double-edged sword, but there should be a little bit of dryness like you should when you bring it in it there should be it should be refreshing but you should have a little dryness on the side of your tongue so i've got body at a five color i've got a four i mean it's it's not going to be any better really but uh, there's some that are like i like the 1664 a little better bitterness i have a three we talked about this on the sweetness side acidity i also have a three i think it could use a little more of a kick so the flavor hangs around maybe that'll help with the aftertaste Fizz, I do have a four as well. Um, I got a lot of burps up front, and as it settled in, they kind of went away. I, it didn't continue to be fruitful with its uh, belch as time went on. Um, so I have a total of 26. Okay. It's pretty close there on that one. 
We've been pretty close uh, for the most part. By, um, by the way, also, too, none of those scores, usually I have one or two that adjust. Because, like I said, I set my score early. We, we talk and kind of made it relevant this time. Uh, talk throughout the episode, and then I revisit right before we call out scores. None of those adjusted. There wasn't anything along the way that made me uh, alter the path that I set out on. Yeah. Um, I got to I gotta be honest. I think that uh, what I see myself doing here with this beer is pretty similar to what with the 1664. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just a chill beer, man. It's, it's a uh, sit around, hang around. I, this is, I think this one, uh, it feels because it is a little bit more watery. It feels a little more refreshing, not like, well, not like flavor wise, but you know, it like, it feels like it's a little bit more refreshing for you. Like you're not dehydrating as much or something. Yes. Yeah, something like that. That's what I'm trying to get at. But I feel like I, what I'm trying to say is I feel like I can drink more of these than I could the 1664. Even oh, though they're yeah. the same, this, they're, they're the same alcohol content or ABV. Drinkability but. is a lot easier. I know that, that you really can't <laughs> tie that into one category, but that's a good point. Yeah. So this is more, uh, this is, this is also more of like an entry level, uh, to this style of beer. So it's the gateway, you know, it's the gateway drug. It really is. It's the gateway beer. So you, you bring this one for your boys to try or your girls to try your friends to try, whatever. Um, I think I'm just, I mean, I, I'm not, I can't really get too specific with this one. Again, I don't think I did with the 1664 as well. I think it's just too much of a, everyday kind of any situation drinker for me i agree uh i could drink it you know i've never drank it when it was hot uh like not the beer itself but out outside um for some reason i always drink it when it's cooler but not cool like around a camp but you you know why that is probably because in your head you associate it with canada possibly but also i think of canada as like campfire woodsy cattle drive like real, it it it's. I don't want to say the final frontier, but it's the next frontier still, I believe. Um, but I don't even see it like that. Like I'm talking inner city, like I don't know why. Like inner city, like like grungy streets, a little bit of rainy, sleety, snows melting. It, that that's when I like to enjoy it. Like it's again, it's like a quick, quick beverage in a lobby. Maybe there's a fire in the lobby, but then you're running out into the streets to go grab dinner, meet friends, do something outside. That's when I want to consume it. I feel that. It's weird. I don't know. And get behind it. It's a running around beer. It's a running around beer. They're all about running around. All right. Well, it's that point of the podcast where I'm going to tell you to follow us on socials. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Off the Tap Pod, on Instagram at Off the Tap Podcast, and on TikTok at Off the Tap Pod. Uh, and also on Facebook as, as off the tap podcast, I should probably just group those differently, but we're, I'm still learning. So, uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and words of wisdom for this particular week. Don't be fooled by fictitiously friendly fizz. <laughs>